So, this is Christmas, and we're all making the necessary adjustments. Even celebrities, uh, whether that's Tay-Tay or Paul McCartney in Rockdown, uh, even uh, uh, Robbie Williams, no less, has brought out a song with the lyrics, Santa's on his sleigh, but now he's two meters away. I'd hasten to add that Santa's proven quite adept over the centuries at adjusting uh, to the different conditions. Like me, you're probably still taking in uh, yesterday's announcement. I wonder what adjustments you're making this Christmas. And however you're feeling today, you've become a bit of an expert this year, haven't you, at making adjustments. Adjusting to social distancing, to homeschooling, to face masks, maybe even adjusting to big life events. Back in the summer, uh, my wife and I, we got married. And uh, I'm originally from Australia, and I never would have imagined waking up on my wedding day and to, to not have my family there because they weren't allowed to fly. At Christmas, we take stock, don't we, about what really matters at the end of the day and at the end of the year. And maybe you've had the death of a loved one, whether that was due to, to COVID or not. And of course, you never get over the death of a loved one. You just learn to adjust to it. Maybe that's been your battle. Maybe it's been something else. But given all the adjustments that you and I are making right now, we owe it to ourselves to make this Christmas as good as we possibly can. But you might be thinking, that is easier said than done. After all, even in the best years, you know, the lead up to Christmas is such a, a time of anticipation. And will the day itself meet our expectations? What even are our expectations for Christmas Day? And then again, the, the, the first Christmas wasn't exactly a walk in the park. You know, Mary, she was just a girl with a teenage pregnancy. She had a lot to adjust to particularly in that culture. And with the long journey she'd had, she was exhausted. In one of those readings, we, we heard that, that Joseph, he had rather a lot to adjust to as well. And so if you feel misunderstood, perhaps a little bit fragile, then welcome to the main cast of Christmas. And Jesus, he may have been born into a stable, but the world that he was born into was far from stable. You know, I look back on the last year, and just like you, I've had my ups, I've had my downs, I've had my battles, I've had my blessings. But then quite apart from the things that have just come my way, there's also my own responsibility for how I have lived my life. And we all know that he's making a list. He's checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. Now, I'm not about to make any confessions, but if Santa places me in either the naughty or the nice list, he is making a category error. Because for all the good things, there's also the things that have been said that can't be unsaid. The things that have been done that can't be undone the expectations that we set for ourselves, the expectations that others set for us. I'd love to go back to the start of 2020 and make a few adjustments. But we know it doesn't work like that. And in a world that wants to make us black or white but is full of gray, there's, there's two things that should encourage you this year as you make the most of Christmas. 
We get them both from Jesus' names. So firstly, there's, there's the angel appears to Joseph and he says, Mary will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Christmas, when you dig beneath the surface, at its essence, it is not escapism. Christmas meets us head on with the reality of, of who we are and how we are. And this year, perhaps like never before, we've been reminded that the greater the need, the greater the cure. You know, how to, how to pivot, how to do lockdown well, self-help, those things, they will only get you so far. And Christmas says that you don't have to be the hero of your own story anymore. All you need to do is just to accept that you need a savior. Because this baby was born so that you could be forgiven and that you could be free. So that's the, that's the first thing. And, and inextricably linked to this is, is the second name for Jesus. It's what we read in the next couple of verses where, where Matthew writes that all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God, he is, he is both for us and he is with us. He not only stands in our place, but he stands by our side. And in a year when we've been isolated and alone, Jesus offers us himself. And all you have to do is say, Jesus, be my savior, and he will be with you. You know, growing up in Australia, I'd sometimes hear Christians trying to persuade um, other people just how cool Jesus was. You know, they're trying to impress me, trying to, trying to impress people, trying to sort of macho up Jesus. And they'd get annoyed if you'd focus on the baby Jesus too much. They'd say things like, well, you know, you're forgetting that he grew up to be a carpenter. I mean, he would have been really strong. I mean, he would have been ripped. I'm like, ooh, impressive. It's like this is a weird kind of PR, you know, make Jesus great again. <laughs> Yet the prophet Isaiah wrote, he grew up before him like a tender shoot and, and like a root out of, out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. I don't know where you are on the spectrum of, of how early Christmas should begin. I've got to admit, I come really at this end. I love to play the carols as soon as I can. I love uh, Buble, I love Mariah, I even love the disgusting sugary drinks pretending to have something to do with Christmas. I love it all. But most of all, the, the part of Christmas that you can't take away from me, even in a global pandemic, the part of Christmas that, that really fills me with wonder is God as a baby. You know, I love that the, the, the force of, of unconditional love and truth in, in the universe, he, he chose to become a weak and little and helpless baby. And as we look at him, we see the whole trajectory of his life is to the cross. And so if you're feeling weak this year, if you're feeling vulnerable, if you're aware that you can't control all the events 
and outcomes and direction and destiny of your life? Well, Jesus' life both began and ended in complete vulnerability. At Christmas, we we see it all. We see God for us. We see God with us. And they were the names. They They were the promise for us at his birth. That is the reason that he came. And even as Mary held God in her arms, she knew that the magnitude of the task that was ahead of him. God in the flesh. God as a baby. It's not what you might expect. But, but Jesus, he wasn't taking on an elaborate disguise, pretending to be something that he's not. Yes, it must have been quite an adjustment for Jesus that very first Christmas, adjusting to this world, adjusting to a fragile human life. But he didn't actually make any adjustments to who he is. None at all. Because he was communicating exactly who he is. Full of grace, full of truth, full of humility. Jesus, he himself, he is the good news that you and I need to hear this year. Not only a God who who empathizes with us, but a God who, who embodies us. He knows what it's like. He knows the pain. He knows the struggles. He knows what it takes to save us. This is an off-the-charts love. And my hope for you and my hope for me is that this year, in a year filled with so much news, and that dreadful noise, in a year of 24-7 updates, and the need to, to sometimes, to, to often, Ignore the news. My, my hope is that we won't throw out the baby with the bathwater. But we, we will receive this good news of, of who Jesus is and what he has done for each and every one of us and even receive that news with great joy. My hope is that we will each gaze into the face of Jesus, whether that's for the first time, whether that's for the thousandth time, and and say to Jesus, be my savior, and Jesus be with me, and linger, linger a little longer in the little town of Bethlehem, and with God when he was little. Amen.